Hello, Queenie Buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jin Lin. Um, I really appreciate you guys letting me get that little PSA out there yesterday. Um, it's just something that really I've been wanting to do for a while, and it was kind of difficult to share, like some of the stuff at the end. But I, it was really important to me to make that message for anybody who might have been misguided by other things that were being said. Um, I mean, I don't even know that anybody is listening, um, that would need that, but just in case, um, it was really important to me. I tried to record it like a week ago. It just really was not coming out and it's kind of hard to share stuff like that where it's, um, where it's like, um, Sorry, I just got a text message and it threw me off. Um, It's just hard sharing personal stuff and like trying to do it in a way that's not, wouldn't be upsetting to somebody. Um, And also I just feel like, you know, some of the people that I saw doing a similar thing, like the person that I referenced, the difference is that they can't really share personal experience with that because they don't have personal experience with that. And I do. So that's really what drove me to say, I need to speak up on this too. Anyway, I just finished deleting everything that I had had in this episode because I went really in depth on my planner and it was like 45 minutes and it's way too much to discuss a planner. I mean, I guess if I had a video or something, it might be something that people found useful. But anyway, um, I guess what I really wanted to share is just that I, I guess I'm going to share a little bit of stuff. I'm going to, um, while I am sharing, I'm going to carry you guys around with me and go put my hair in a ponytail, put my socks and shoes on. Possibly I may be doing my dishes and starting some laundry. Um, But I'm going to be sharing quite a few things with you guys. I'm going to be talking about my planner. I'm going to be talking about this app that my 17-year-old told me about. And um, it's actually really, really cool, especially if you have trouble getting yourself to get things done. So, um, so yeah. Anyway. um, So... Exactly, was I gonna start? Oh, I was gonna start with about. Um, I don't know what I shared already, so I may have already shared a little bit of this in the clean with me I did the other day. I'm not sure, but um, so I just have been having, I don't like the way my hair does in this crunchy. I've been having a really rough time lately. Um, the neurocycle that I'm working on, um, and I think I explained a little bit about neurocycle. If I didn't, um, I don't know. I will if anybody is interested in more info about the whole neurocycle thing. Um, but you work on, well, there's many neurocycles where you can just work on like, those are kind of like, basic 
toxic, common toxic thoughts that people have. Um, it kind of helps you work through something. Um, for instance, one of them is about uncertainty. And so sometimes I will go through the uncertainty one if I'm struggling with um, anxiety from not knowing an outcome about how something's going to turn out or something like that. But then the actual neurocycle, you choose a toxic thought. And the thought that I've been working on is I can't get myself to do anything. And I kind of have like a little side note on, on mine where it says, um, what I really can't get myself to do is, um, make good changes. And so I started working on that and then I quit and, um, because I was just having a lot of, um, work was really stressful and stuff like that. But it's almost like, and I decided to work on that one because I just finished, was close after I finished Atomic Habits. And so I was really like, you know, I want to do, this will be a good one to do with that because I just finished Atomic Habits. And I think what had happened is I had started doing the Atomic Habits thing and it was going okay at first. And then I kind of got sidetracked and all that. So... I got into this point of just being really down on myself and like, I just didn't want to do anything like I, I kind of struggle to make it like to be able to say, explain how different this was from my normal, just am going to be lazy today. Like I was really getting down on myself and just being like really I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't, wasn't good. Um, and I just, there's days where it was like having this thing with myself where it's like, I really want to do this. I really want to do that. And just could not even kind of sort of get up any kind of motivation to do it. And then feeling like garbage because I couldn't. Um, so the beginning of the last week, I went ahead and bought another, um, of the inner guide planners. And, you know, it takes you through like coming up with a vision for how you want your life to be and, um, all that kind of stuff. And then each day, so I'm, today was day one for me and it's a 90 day thing. You have a chance to like, you pretty much have a goal for the book itself. Like you have a main goal. My goal for using this is to like reestablish, um, my good, like the habits that were working for me, like reestablish those habits and, um, to reestablish my habits and to, um, add like new ones as I see fit or whatever. So this week, all I'm working on is, um, the habits I'm already doing which is I wake up and I do my, I read the little Bible study of the day. And then one of the things that I stopped doing was my mental health stuff, which surprise, surprise, that's why I've been stuck. And it just like, everything just went like, ding. So I've, and this is always the case, but usually, so like in the past when I would really neglect, um, like, and by mental health stuff, I just mean like journaling every day as a form of mental health, doing a gratitude journal, um, brain dump journaling, um, meditating. Like there's lots of things that you could consider your mental health. 
um, activity for the day. Um, and maybe not everybody needs to do that. For me, I do because what would generally happen in the past is that I could be able, I could go along without really doing anything for my mental health because I think mainly because I had a lot of like social interaction. Um, but when something would go wrong, I would just melt down, like ruminating, going down that spiral, downward spiral thoughts and stuff like that. So, um, what I found was as I started, um, working on these different courses, um, I also had rejoined my support group. I actually put in a, an application to rejoin the support group on the higher level, um, for this year. And, um, cause there's like a pre-divorce and post-divorce one. So I was joining the post-divorce one and, uh, I, like my other membership ended and they hadn't yet invited me for the new one. I was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Um, but they, it was like another week or so. And, uh, it's a lot more expensive, but I just started one of the courses, which was how to get anything done. Um, that's the course I'm working on now. And, um, it is like, so, um, it's so good. Like in just two sessions, the amount of like, just really good information, um, I think, I feel like I sound, I just sounded like extremely country right then. Uh, information. Anyway, the first two classes, it was like really great spot on stuff. What am I getting notifications for? Oh, okay. So, um, so for the last two days I have done my neurocycle. Um, today I filled out my planner and, um, the other thing I'm doing is setting a daily intention, um, which there's a box on the planner for me to do that. And today I said, I intend to get comfortable with plan for habits, which means I'm kind of trying to gather resources for all this stuff. Um, lower on my list of items to do is laundry. I'm going to dig through my iPad to find my weekly plan that I have done in the past. And then, um, I wanted to work a model on one of my problem, um, thoughts and get a new practice thought, which may sound crazy, but it's that I've talked about it before. I talked about it in one of, I think like the last episode maybe of the workshop that I did in January. Um, and it's just where you take the situation, which has to be completely objective. Then the thought you're thinking about it, how that thought's making you feel, what actions are going on because of that and what's the response. And then you fix it, you adjust it and you make it, um, you make it, um, something, I don't know what you make it, but you make it into something. You just change it. So it's like, if this is how I want to feel about this, this thought isn't helpful in the situation. So how do I change it? That kind of thing. Um, so, okay. So 
kind of what my plan is now, what I'm going to be doing in the mornings is to get up, do my Bible plan, do my neurocycle, work on my course, um, then I'm adding in those weekly tasks. I'm going to try to do that, um, to make those part of the list in my planner. So it's not like I have to really remember anything. It'll just be on the planner each day. Um, until I reestablish those habits. I don't, the, um, and the course thing can also be later. Like it doesn't have to be in the morning. It can be in the evenings too. Um, it just depends on how much time this week. I don't have it set to start trying to exercise. Um, but also another thing I need to put this in my, on my mind, um, section. So yeah, anyway, a couple other little things I'm trying to work on. Um, so let me talk to you guys about this. Well, there's a couple other things I did want to, I wanted to say some stuff for my notes about getting things done because I mean, obviously I picked that course because there's a lot of stuff, um, going on. The person that was doing this little, was doing this class or workshop or whatever, um, they were like, they like swore that if you did this, that you would see changes just by doing this one little thing. And, um, in a way I kind of already do it with when I'm doing the, um, journal, the not journal, but the planner stuff, because I'm putting reflections and things like that in there. So she talks about two different kinds of brain dumps, like the, what is going on where you just like, which is funny. Cause it's the first question in my worry for nothing journal. You just like write about a particular topic that's going on, not necessarily saying you have to do solutions or anything else. And then the other one is like, what can you create? Or also another way of thinking about it is what, what do you want? Um, brain dump. And this was also part of this, which is funny because it's something that goes right along with my planner that I'm using right now. Um, but she said to write down one thing you plan to do each day to move closer to your goal at the end of the day, reflect on if you accomplish, if you accomplish that step. And then she also said, you should write down one thing that you will, that will not move you forward. So keeping in mind the things that hold you back as well. Um, and she was saying by doing these brain dump type things and journaling is just the easiest way to get over resistance because once you kind of acknowledge the thought and put it on paper, I guess, then it's, um, it just helps. So, um, also, and this is part of the planner as well. She also suggested to stop and imagine how you would feel, what it would be like, um, if you'd already achieved your goal each day, how it'll feel when you achieve that goal and just spend a minute like in that headspace. And she said that this gets the brain working with you instead of against you and kind of like your brain starts working on solving little problems in the background because you've already programmed it with what you are wanting to accomplish. And that's something that I've heard time and time again. Today's lesson, I thought this was kind of funny because one of the things she said 
she said she was like, I don't remember the name of the book. It was like a leadership book and it was 50 Cent has something to do with it. Like as an author, she had no idea who 50 Cent was. Um, I thought that was funny, but she said this, and this is so true. Like I, this is the thing she didn't talk about this, but, but I just know this to be true in my own experience. She was talking about how, um, well, let me say what I was going to say first. What she was talking about here is the thing that makes you get so angry about having laundry to do, having dishes to wash. It's that same thing that gets you like upset over things that are just, that's just how they are. And she said, after she said that she thought it was 50 Cent that was talking about it, then she also said, well, there's also a podcast I was listening to. So it may not be directly from him, but I just wrote it that way because I thought it was funny. But I, and I've caught, I used to catch myself doing this, which is always seeking a place of rest or peace that we feel like when we get this, 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 and this done, then we'll be able to rest and we'll have peace. Um, but that's just not how life works. And I think, I know for me, one thing, whenever I was younger and had so much more energy, one of the things that I always did was I always thought about, um, not what I always thought about. I would get my house really clean. I would get the whole thing. I would go through everything and declutter it. And then I just sit back and I didn't do any maintenance because that was the whole point of it, right? Like I did all that. So now I just get to sit here. But if you don't maintain things, it doesn't work like that. And what I found to be, so this is the thing that's so crazy about it is anytime that I've let things get really bad and then I start working on them again, what I find is that initial getting everything back in order, it is really difficult and it's really tough. However, if I take the steps to maintain like last year or two years ago, I think when I was going through the, um, that weekly plan, that's why I want to get back to it. Cause I'm kind of thinking in my head how I felt when my whole house just always looked pretty much amazing. Um, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to having things, um, where just a little bit of maintenance keeps it where you, you never have to do a whole bunch of stuff. And so it kind of does end up giving you more time because that little bit of maintenance, I mean, it, it's, it's one way or the other. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, because you can either put a little time in each day or you can waste your time each day and do whatever you want. And then, but eventually you're going to have to put all those little bits of time together where you're going to take days and days and hours and hours to do a task that you could have maintained by doing like five to 15 minutes a day. Um, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, when you get into thinking like when I retire, like I'll do this when the kids are older. It's one of the things I catch myself doing a lot right now, having a toddler at home. I find myself constantly thinking, um, like I, well, when she gets a little bit bigger and she'll actually sit there while I, you know, or she'll be watching a TV show while I do this, that, or the other, I find myself constantly thinking like that. And it doesn't really, it's not really helpful. 
Um, so she kind of has you do this thing where you think about, you kind of give your inner little brat like a name. So, you know, or maybe it's your inner, I don't want to say, cause I have a, I have a family member with the common name for annoying females. Um, <laughs> um, I was, I just thought of another name that I could, oh, let's, let's use Elaine. Let's say our inner Elaine's. Um, so the inner Elaine does not like to be uncomfortable. Um, kind of like throws fits like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like whenever you want to do something like, no, that's, that's not, mm -mm, I don't want to do that. That's going to be uncomfortable. Um, but discomfort, you have to get a little bit uncomfortable to have the life that you want, or you can have the life that you get, or you can have the life that you want. And if you, if you're not enjoying the life that you get, which is the one you have, if you're not being conscious about things, um, then you have to be okay with some dis discomfort to get things on the track that you want them to be on. Um, and this comes back to so funny, cause it's one of the things I've been saying over and over lately is that I can do something even if I don't feel like it, give me just a second, guys. Okay. My daughter keeps getting into fights with her dad, and then she wants to just leave and come back to my house. And she just can't, she's got to get used to dealing with them. Anyway, um, sorry. So I forgot where I was. Um, yeah. So, and that's kind of like what I've been, um, oh, I know what I was going to say the topic that I keep saying a lot is talking about, I don't feel like it. I can do things even when I don't feel like doing them. So I don't have to just, um, and it's, it's weird. Cause like on a logical level, I know that, but internally, whenever I try to say like, if I want to do, if I, there's this result that I want, but I don't necessarily want to do that thing to get it because it's uncomfortable and it's going to be hard or whatever. It's like, I, um, I don't know. I just kind of, um, it somehow is able to stop me, even though I know logically I can do this anyway, like going to work. That's one that I constantly override all the time. I don't want to go to work today. That's okay. I'm going anyway. And why is that one so easy for me to override what my thought process is? You know, I guess because the only one I'm responsible to when it comes to my home or my life or my body is myself. And I, um,
anyway, so, um, also since this is like a thing about divorce, like our support group has to do with divorce, it's funny because she says, um, like, going through with the process of everything you have to do to go through a divorce, like, in all this stuff you deal with, like, emotionally, financially, everything else, that's, like, one of the hardest things to do, and everyone in that group has done that, but what she was saying is, like, a lot of us are still just, like, on the ground crying because we, um, we expected to get over that and for life to just be perfect. And it's not, um, because there's still work to do, you know? Um, and so there's a part of me that just knows that instinctively. I know that, but, um, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, so, um, I'm not, I'm still here. I'm just, I'm like thinking cause I'm like, I'm hoping maybe my daughter decided to go to my mom's house or something, but I want to check because I, um, she, she has this habit of saying, oh, I didn't see that message. really weird because it's saying that she's it's saying that she's been where she is since 1130 yesterday oh I wonder if that was 1130 p.m. I bet it was oh my gosh I just the stuff that the stuff that he lets her do I just have to let it go anyway um, so, um, what did I want to share with you guys next? Um, I feel like there was something else though with the, it's just funny whenever I start doing any of this kind of work on myself, It's like all the things that I'm dealing with, they all just start lining up. Like today's neurocycle was about uncertainty and it was even talking about, um, like doing it anyway, even when things are, you know, like, and it was talking about like doing the mental, like mentally, um, the resistance and stuff to making changes, um, And yes, the toxic thought that I'm working on is highly related to this, but the actual lessons in the app are the same no matter what toxic thought you choose to work on. So it is really weird how that works. Um, Oh, I know what I wanted to talk. um, 
one of the things I wanted to tell you guys was about this um, havening thing. And I think I may have done an episode, but I don't know if I uploaded it or not, about havening. So it's just a way to like, if you're really just like can't, it's kind of like a grounding thing. It's kind of like, like, let's say you are dealing with a lot of uncertainty. Um, It's just like a calming thing. So the way that you do it is you kind of give yourself like, like a, almost like you're hugging yourself, like you're, or crossing your arms, but then you rub the top of your arms with your hands just in, you know, circular motion, just a little bit. Then you rub your palms together and you try to do this like in very smooth, flowy motions. So your palms together, and then you kind of just like rub your hands over the back of the other hand. And then you put your hands together, almost kind of like a cup, and you put the cup under your chin with your hands on your cheeks, and then you just rub in a circle on your cheeks. And of course, you wouldn't want to do this while you're talking, but even just like, just right then, I just got this really calming, and I forgot all about it. Like the last time I went through NeuroCycle, I forgot all about that method. Um, So I wanted to share that one, and there was another thing. Maybe the other one is just the app that I wanted to tell you guys about. It's not sponsored. I know a lot of times people have app sponsorships and stuff like that, but I don't even try to get sponsors anymore. Um, I mean, I never really did try to get sponsors. It just, it would happen through the app. But anyway, so um, my daughter came over yesterday and she was telling me about this app called Finch, like the bird, F-I-N-C-H. And she has a free version. I did a seven day trial of the paid version, but I'm going to turn it off and see what the difference is and see if I still like it. Um, so she, what you do, you get this little bird and you get to choose if it's a boy or girl or whatever you get to name it. Then you have this little bird and your bird like grows and gets bigger and better and whatever by you doing different tasks and you can choose from pre-made ones or you can also um can choose pre-made tasks but you can also um create your own you can add your own and you can even add them under certain headings if you want to um so like I had to add one for writing in my planner every day and then it already had one for um setting your goals for the next day, the night before. So I'm going to use that as like my prep step for the evening going over my journal. And then I have write my journal as the morning going over my journal. And I've added, um, I put wash my face on there and, um, brushing my teeth at night. Cause I forget to do that a lot. And, um, so yeah, so as you do each thing, you can have reminders on them if you want, as you do each thing, um, your little bird gets like some kind of stones that you can use to shop for things, which is like outfits for your bird. Um, but they also have like quizzes. It also tracks like your mood kind of whether you're kind of on a positive note or not. Um, and then it's like little fun things happen with the bird where you, um, you do like a little, if you answer journal, if you do journal prompts, if you, um, take quizzes, which quizzes are about like depression, anxiety, little things like that. Um, but as you do each of these things, you add, um, 
you add different things. So like my bird, so each day, I guess you set your bird on an adventure and the adventure is really so that your bird is like doing stuff while you're doing stuff. So like you have eight hours to not worry about your bird. And, but the thing is, so like, I didn't realize when I did that, that I was going to be sending my bird away for eight hours and I'm not working today, but to get, you get like little prizes after each adventure day is complete or like, so the first one you get it after one adventure day, the other, so like, okay. So the different tasks you choose are for different journeys. And when you complete that task, that completes an adventure day for that task. And then you get a gift after the first one. Then you go four more. I think the second gift is at four days. So it's just like slowly over time as you do the tasks and mark them off, you get um, you get these little. It's just like a it's like an incentive. It's like a streak thing, which is what I have like for my Bible app. And you can also put a widget on your phone so that you can see it, so that you will remember to do it. Um, so I really like the idea. Um, and I started one earlier today, but anyway, so I sent the bird away for eight hours, not realizing that that's what was going to happen. But as I took different quizzes, like I was just checking out the app to see what all it had as I did different reflections and journals, and you can do breathing exercises and things like that. And it will bring your, it takes the time that your bird is away from you gets shorter. So And I don't know for sure that that's the point of the bird adventure thing is to get um, so that you can work and not be sitting there playing with the bird all day. But I think that's the point of it. So Um, and then you have like chats with the bird where the bird will like ask you a question. And then based on how you answer the question for your bird, it like develops its personality or something. I don't know how all that works because I'm only it's only the first day that I've had it. But I thought it was just like a neat little thing. So like it references me back to using my planner so that I don't forget to do that. And then um, some of the goals that I have within my planner are also I put in the app. Um, And some of the things that are not that like I don't want to write down, remember to wash my face, remember to brush my teeth, because I just got um, a prescription for Retin-A. So I do want to get in the habit of doing a nightly skincare routine so that I can use that. Um, but it's not, um, I forgot what I was going to say. It's not, um, yeah, it's not something I, I feel like writing it down in my planner is not going to be as useful as doing it this way. So that's kind of my thing. And, uh, anyway, so, um, I feel like there was another thing that I, I know I did say something about doing my laundry in the kitchen stuff, but I would have to, um, switch over to my headphones for that. And I don't have them near me. Oh, yes, I do. Um, so let me think of another excuse to give you. Um, yeah, anyway, so, um, 
my main reason for going into all this stuff is just that um, what I realize is kind of what I was first thinking when I was starting this um, is that I um, how to phrase it exactly I was getting to a place where I was really just like, why can't I do this? Like, why am I so stuck? Like, why? And I think I've talked about how why is not really helpful anyway, but I was really stuck on that question. Why am I not able to do this? You know, and so instead of like looking for any solutions, I was more focused on what's wrong. Like there's something wrong. And so I'm focused on there's something wrong. So guess what I got more of? (gasps) There's something wrong. So... I don't know. It's just like another thing that kind of hit me was this is my typical way of like it's my typical pattern of behavior that I get to a point where I just say I got to do better than this and I just start taking the steps to doing better with it and It doesn't usually last as long as I want it to because I think of what I was saying before. You think that you're going to get to that place of rest where you can just do whatever. And, you know, we should have some days where we just do whatever. We, I think we really should do that. But we should also have, have it kind of in our heads that, um, that if we are taking days and days and days and doing nothing that's never I, has it ever worked out well for you because it's never worked out well for me and it's not the other part about that is and this is the funny thing like if you give yourself the time to rest um because I'm trying to think I think it was like um, oh yeah, it was. So like whenever I had COVID earlier this year, um, like I, you know, it hit me pretty hard cause I'm older than my kids and, um, they were kind of like over it pretty quickly, but I just felt like garbage for a lot longer. And I just gave myself permission to just not do anything. And the crazy thing was like, what I started doing, I wasn't really worried about what the house looked like or what was going on with anything in particular. What started happening was I was just like, slowly over time, I just started like picking up a couple, taking a couple cans that need to go be put in the um, cabinet from the groceries that were delivered. And as I walked by, I did that. And then uh, the kitchen was kind of messed up. And one day, the girls were kind of playing with the baby. And so I, um, I stayed in the kitchen and loaded or unloaded the dishwasher and got that taken care of. And like what ended up happening was it just got, um, without even thinking about it, I just started doing the stuff that I wanted to have done. 
you know? So it's like, it's not that I can't or don't want to. It's that when I get into that struggle with myself over you're not doing enough or you're not doing the right thing or you're not doing whatever, that's when things don't, um, you know, it just like, I'm trying to think of the word. I want to say like freeze, but that's not really paralyze. It like paralyzes me from taking action because I've turned it into something that means something about me, I guess. And I don't know, like, I don't know. And, but the, and here's the bigger thing. I don't know why that happens. I don't know what it means. But it doesn't really matter. Um, and that was just like one of the things I kind of came up with whenever um, I was kind of working on the same stuff last summer. And it was like I was talking with my counselor. And I just realized that I didn't have to know why to get started. I was telling myself, I can't get started on this until I know why I can't get myself to do it. I mean... Just kind of stupid way to think about it, but that's what I was doing. So, and you know, it's uh, one of the things that she was saying in the class today is like, as you go through more of this stuff and get past more of this stuff, the other ones get easier. So, like, the fact that I did work on those habits before and did kind of get some of those habits established going to make it easier for me to get back into them um and I don't know it's just kind of funny because like I was oh another thing this is another thing too this is a big one that if you're going through some stuff just consider this I'm not giving you any kind of medical advice or anything else but how are your how's your nutrition like are you missing some vital nutrients and vitamins and things like that? Like I watched this video. It's so funny. It's like whenever I, cause I was, um, I was praying about all this stuff yesterday. Um, one of the, let me, I'm gonna break out my YouTube and tell you guys the titles of some of these videos, because this one was so crazy how much it just really spoke to what I was going through. I gotta go find my history. Okay. So the, well, apparently I watched a lot of videos yesterday. Okay, so the one that I watched that was, um, it's like, it's just a 10-minute clip from a Stephen Furtick sermon. So the channel's official Stephen Furtick, and his last name is F-U-R-T-I-C-K. And the title of it is, You Are Going to Make It Through This. That was really helpful to me yesterday as far as like getting my mind right about how I've been through. And it's kind of the same, once again, same message as 
uh, today in the class that I was taking. I've gone through like a really like heart-wrenching divorce. I can get stuff done at my house. Like I definitely can. Um, and then the one from today that got me thinking about all this vitamin stuff. This is Dr. Eric Berg, B-E-R-G, D.C. Just, I guess, maybe Washington, D.C. is where he's from. Dr. Eric Berg, D.C. is the channel. And the video is 23 signs your body is deficient in nutrients. And, oh my goodness, I when I started listening to some of the stuff, and I have not been taking vitamins, he talked about how, I don't know if you guys have heard me say this, it, maybe I'm stupid, but I talk about how after I got the COVID vaccine, my asthma symptoms were way, way lower. Like they were so much less, but they had also started talking about how vitamin D, they noticed that people who got COVID, if they, they were more likely to be vitamin D deficient. And I'm already, I already struggle with vitamin D deficiency but on that video, he said that one of the things that can help asthma symptoms is vitamin D. And at the same time I got the vaccine, I was taking a lot of vitamin D every day. But I had stopped doing that because I'm not as worried about COVID anymore. But I'm still vitamin D deficient. And some of my symptoms started coming back. So guess what I started doing again today? Um, and I just, it didn't hit me that maybe some of my stuff is from that. Plus also, you know, I've said before, I think starting to... Um, the beginning stages of menopause are going on with me. So that's the thing too, but I got to watch my vitamin deficiencies and things like that as well, because that can definitely be a factor. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end this cause it's already really long. Um, so hopefully, um, I feel like I've shared a lot of good information here, so I don't feel as bad about uploading something like this. Um, I just got to think of what to call this. Anyway, talk to you guys later.